Welcome into week 12 of the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. I'm your host, Martin Weiss, joined here with former Cincinnati, former All-Pro, former Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada. How are you doing today, bro? Martin, I'm good, baby. Can't complain one bit. And you know what? You should be good because outside of the Cowboys, our picks did pretty well last week. But we'll start there because the Dallas Cowboys were two and a half point underdogs running into Arrowhead Stadium to see Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and they just never showed up. The offense never got off the bus. DJ, what the fuck happened? They didn't have Amari Cooper. The Chiefs played a lot of man-to-man. And if you really watch the game, the Cowboys receivers just didn't get open. And not only that, the offensive line didn't block. Dak didn't play his best game. I'm not going to lie. At the end of the game, the Cowboys have the ball. They're driving down I believe it was uh 19 to 9 I'm like yes they're gonna get this touchdown it's gonna be 19 to 17 they cover uh ball tip the pick they just played awful are the Chiefs if the Chiefs can play this because they've covered two weeks in a row now if they can play this type of defense moving forward they they they're working with something I I I hear it I saw the game and I just I am not I'm not quite there yet. I, I understand the Chiefs look back. They look great, but they haven't scored over 20 points in four weeks. I know, is, man. Which is crazy. That's crazy, like, that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But to me, the story is Gallup. I mean, not Gallup goes out. Uh, what's his name? Cooper, Cooper gets COVID, so he's out. Then you see C.D. Lamb bonks his head at the end of the first half. He's done. And that was it. That was the story of the game to me. Noah Brown dropping third down passes. You know, Cedric Wilson dropping third down passes. It just, I just felt like I had this game capped, handicapped, like pretty good. I had the Chiefs under 20 and I nailed it. It's just the Cowboys scoring 35 points didn't stand a shot, especially after Zeke got rolled up. I thought they were going to run the ball. The Chiefs played good defense. They did. They, they, they played really good defense. I mean, they manned a lot of teams up, which they did against the Cowboys. Again, receivers didn't get open. O-line couldn't protect them. Chris Jones had three and a half sacks. He had three sacks on the season coming into the game. Right. That's a big thing. This, that Cowboys offensive line, if they don't have Tyron Smith ready to go, then it just jumbles everything up, and then you get a little bit too much Connor Williams or McGovern or whatever his name this is. This offensive there. line, it was Terrence still playing left tackle, but this offensive line, they've been hurt for years. Yeah. Oh, like they always they're they're hurt all the time now. They were oh, this is the best offensive line in football. After that year, they've been consistently the most hurt offensive line in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 interesting in Dallas. I don't necessarily I think that uh I don't know, maybe the league maybe the league is just evening out now after 11, 12 weeks of, of games. You know, the, the 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 front runners are coming back towards the pack. The teams that we thought were going to be good or that started out slow are getting better. Um, but it's just it's just an interesting dichotomy. But I still uh, – the Chiefs feel they, – they feel like early season Chiefs to me still, even though they just had a very decisive win in Arrowhead, just shutting down the Dallas offense. But a homecoming was ruined this week, DJ, as Cam Newton goes back to Carolina. What do you make of Cam scoring his touchdown and then running all the way to the fifty yard line, and then doing doing his Superman thing instead of uh, being being with his team. I didn't like it personally. Um, you scored a touchdown. You scored plenty of them. 
everybody was excited. You know, you saw the introduction, but I, me personally, um, I, I didn't like it. But I, I don't. I wouldn't say that I was against it. It was obviously something he thought about. He planned it. I don't know what was the meaning behind that. Why did he do it? What was the purpose? Um, mm -hmm. And then you go on to lose the game. He didn't play particularly bad. He played it safe, you know, at least through the air. Had ran the ball pretty well. Didn't take many chances throwing the ball. Scored enough points to win. Defense just couldn't uh they couldn't hold Washington. But yeah, the, the celebration, I didn't care for it too much. Yeah, at this point, Cam Newton now lost, I believe, nine straight starts for the Carolina Panthers as a starter, which I mean, obviously it's kind of a cherry pick stat, seeing as it goes back to 2018. However, I was on the uh, Washington football team in this game. I figured if anybody knew Cam Newton, it would be Ron Rivera, right? If anybody knew what to do dealing with Cam, it would be and I wasn't. And you were, yeah, you took the opposite side. I just, I just really, really, I just went back to week one in my head. And it was like, if Cam Newton and Sam Darnold were both in Carolina Panthers camp, who would be the unquestioned starter? Because I don't think you have a good answer to that, right? Like, I don't think that you can de definitively say preseason before you're seeing games that cam is just definitely better than, than sam darnold no you you wouldn't have been able to say who's a starter there but i will say this if sam darnold is on the same team with cam newton at week one that means cam must be awful so sam darnold's gonna be the starter because they would he wouldn't be there anyway that is true they would somebody would have tried to get some value for him. yeah they they, um, they brought in sam for a reason if Cam was on a roster. So one of the biggest rat lines of the week, Raiders minus one at the Bengals. I mean, I'm sorry, Bengals, I mean, Bengals were at the Raiders, but Raiders were one point favorite at home. Me and you both took the Bengals here. I think this Raiders team is just about done. The Raiders, uh, fool's gold, man. They started off looking promising, and they've since just tumbled down. And, and it was crazy because, you know, when Gruden gets fired, they win the game. And I, I just think the turmoil of what's going on with Gruden, Henry Ruggs, it's weighing on everybody. It, it's hard to really focus on what you need to focus on. And you have all these uh, extracurricular activities outside of the game of football. Football is already hard within itself. And then you have all sure. these other things to worry about. But the, the Bengals are good. Like the thing with Cincinnati is they need to be consistent because they'll play some games. And you say, ah, that Green Bay loss. There's never a good loss, but that's a good loss. Right. You, you should have won that game. And then you see them lose to teams that they shouldn't lose to. They lose to the Bears. They're like, how? And, and, and so you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, they blew the Raiders out, blew them out, which I expected them to win. I, I didn't think they would win by pretty much 20 points, but they blew them out. Another big week. Can, can you string some games together and be consistent if you're the Cincinnati Bengals? That's going to be the key, right? Because at this point, the AFC North, I feel, it's there for that. the taking. It's yep. there for the taking. There's no reason why. You guys should have went in with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the way that defense has been playing throughout the last 11 weeks. They're a bunch of no-name guys, but they've been getting the job done.
And it's just, it's, it's up for, it's up for grabs. First of all, Lamar Jackson gets sick more than any adult human I've ever met in my life or ever came across. Like, to, how do you, what is it? He's, why does he get sick so often? Like, like I don't, I don't understand it. I, get the, the, flu the crazy shot, thing is, I don't know what type of sickness there is that would prevent you from playing if it's, if it isn't COVID. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I don't not I don't think I could be that sick that it would prevent me from playing a game. Like, but, I mean, I, I mean, the, I, I guess you know. If, I don't want to like uh, you know ascertain or try to try to say what was wrong with him. But I, I to your point, like if you got the flu or something hey, like you're really that, using you know this, to get up. Hey, there. you're really using this uh, USC education today. <laughs> Economy and natural tank. You really you putting that education <laughs> to use today. I hear you over there, but okay, I digress. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I know I, I know more big words than I know football players. My fault. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I mastered in was big words. There you, you go. You got the football thing down. But to your point, I agree. I don't what is wrong with this man? Uh, what is what's going on here? Like I got that, that was... line early in the week at four and a half, and they still almost covered because because uh Tyler Huntley but I mean Lord have mercy yeah it was but that I mean he he made that play I think it was third down the throw getting out the pocket yeah um but again could you definitively say the Ravens are the best team in the division if you ask 10 people you're going to get a different answer from at least half of those people and so the team that can play complimentary football and consistently on a consistent basis will win this division and is there for the taking. I mean, even, even the Steelers losing to the Chargers, which was, oh, uh, it pissed me off so bad because I had the Chargers. Yep. And they're up 17 in the fourth quarter. And yep. then you get a block punt. And then you throw an interception. And then you win. But I wanted the Chargers to lose. Once I knew they couldn't cover by six, I'm like, I want them to lose that. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a tough one. That was a, a pretty remac a pretty remarkable fourth quarter comeback to not win the game and just blow the cover, right? Like that was that's all it was for, right? That's all Ben said. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. It's Sunday night football. Everybody bet on the Chargers today. I'm gonna ruin everybody's night. That's all it was. Because they I mean the Steelers weren't gonna win that game, right? But they sure did make it interesting towards the back end of the stretch. Yes. All right, TJ, before we pick the games for next week, let's take a quick break. I'll tell you this, TJ, the surprise game for me this week, there was two terrible lines. The Bengals at the Raiders minus one and the Saints at the Eagles minus one. I did not understand why the Eagles were one-point favorites. I hammered the Saints, and guess what? Got hammered because the Eagles won that game outright. And apparently, now, if you look at it, it's winter eyes, not too hard. The Eagles are in the playoff picture. How? Why? I don't know. There's too many teams making the playoffs this year, TJ. That's my overarching take. But the Eagles are at the Giants. The Giants are laying three and a half. We just saw what the Giants did yesterday, scoring 10 points against Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay defense. Uh, with Tampa Bay winning that game 30 to 10 on Monday night. The Giants, three and a half point favorites at the Meadowlands. The Eagles will come to visit. TJ, where are you at with this one? I'm taking the uh, Fly Eagles. Dreams and nightmares, Meek Mill. I'm going with the Eagles, man. It's... Jalen Hurts, for him not to be a 
franchise quarterback and for him not to be anointed as a starter throughout training camp and making him earn it, he's playing well, man. He's playing really good football. And again, defensively, the Eagles aren't great, but I I figured they would beat the Saints. I figured they'd cover against the Saints. The Saints aren't a good football team at the quarterback position. But what the Eagles are doing is, is they have a chance to creep through that back door into the playoffs, beat the teams you're supposed to beat, swing an upset or two, and you got a chance to kind of sneak into the playoffs through the back door. I'm rolling with the Eagles. The New York Giants just got rid of Jason Garrett. Who's going to call the plays? It doesn't matter who calls the plays. They, the Giants, I, I just don't know what they're doing. And, and I'll tell you why. Like me personally, I'm not signing Kenny Galladay to the contract that they signed him to. That was idiotic. It made no sense. And then you go draft Kadarius Tony. Made no sense. But he, he's a good player. And I say it made no sense because you have Sterling Shepard. You have Darius Slayton. You sign John Ross in free agency. So you go get Kenny Holiday and you draft the receiver in the first round. That's five receivers that you could play all five of them. You're really only going to play three max. Right. And you're never what running. Are, you're what you're are, running all five out how often? Right. Right. What are they doing? It's, it may, it, I didn't get it. Um, Jason Garrett hasn't been able to develop and get the most out of Daniel Jones. I don't know what's going on in New York, but I'm taking the Eagles. I, I like what the Eagles are doing. They had a better quarterback. He can create as Daniel Jones can, but they're not doing it. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see the pro. The Giants are going to change what they've been doing offensively. That's a fact. That's why they get rid of Garrett. But will they be able to, be able to adapt within a week's time and uh, grass, whatever, whoever's going to call the plays. Hey, is it going to be your boy? Uh, they're going to they gonna bring him back out to Woodworks, Freddie Kitchens, and, and let him come back out there and call some plays? Who knows? Man, I will say this. Finding out that Freddie Kitchens was the quarterback's coach or whatever for the New York Times. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Good to see yeah. that he still got a job, right? Good, good, good to see. That was one of, like, his old friends, you know, seeing an old friend. Back in the back in the business because Freddie Kitchens is in Cleveland. Golly, you know what though? I say this: Baker Mayfield owes Freddie Kitchens some money, probably. But oh, I'll see. Real. <laughs> okay, but uh, I digress. That's another. That's another word for you. I'll go with the Eagles as well. I think the Eagles as dogs because here's the thing: the Eagles aren't a good football team. I watched. I've watched them play the last four games. They're not good. But what they do well, they run the ball in a way that you don't see in the league. Like, the way that they are running the ball, the way that they, they essentially run, like, uh, a college offense where they're, you know, the quarterback the quarterback runs are, like, super designed in their situation. Like, the read option is, like, a staple in their situation. And the idea that Jalen Hurts is going to take it and run is part of what they do. I think that the, they're, they're kind of zigging where everybody else sags. I kind of like that ability. Jalen Hurts isn't a franchise quarterback, in my estimation, if you want to drop him back 30 times a game. But – if you want to run them 10 times a game, I think maybe you can get something done there. So I'm going to hey, go with the Eagles Martin, as well. You, you, you got to come into the new times, man. The franchise quarterback that's thrown it 30 times a game, unless you're losing, it's just a new day and age. Look at all the quarterbacks in college football that are coming in to the national football. 
They're not coming. How many Peyton Manning's you've seen? Tom Brady's, Aaron Rod. They're, they're not coming in. Even Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, if you wanted to, can get out there and run that read option all day. He got Trevor Lawrence got a little wiggle. Yeah, he got a little juice to him. And so Jalen Hurts, man, I I don't care how you get it done. Just get it done. And that's what he's doing. He's getting it done. Simple. So I'm, I'll take the Eagles on well, later three and a half points. One of the best games of the week next week at the Rams, right? Off of a bye, traveling up to Green Bay, Wisconsin, the frozen tundra at Lambeau Field as the Packers are one-point favorites. Aaron Rodgers is back from his COVID situation. He lost his left tackle. Uh, Jenkins, I forgot his first name. It's a funny name. Like Elgin, Elgin Jenkins. Elgin, yes. Elgin Jenkins is out. So the Packers are now on a third string right tackle, I believe. But left tackle. Left tackle. Left and tackle. Elgin okay. Jenkins, he was a starting left guard last year. He just slid out the tackle when Bakhtiari got hurt. So the Packers obviously doing a little mismatch on the offensive line. Rams, I believe, lost two straight going into the bye. If they, I mean, especially an ugly loss versus Tennessee at the crib. Packers are one point favorites. TJ, what's going to happen here? I'm rolling with the team from the city of Angels. And I, I really like the, I, I just don't see the Rams losing three games in a row. The biggest reason the Packers will be more aware because they just lost to the Minnesota Vikings, which I thought they should have won. But when you have Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and you're missing your two best offensive linemen, guarantee their game plan is going to be heavy, heavy run. They're, they're going to try to run the ball down the Rams' throat like the Niners did. Right. The Niners exposed the Rams' run, run defense. But are they going to be – able to design it. You know, LaFleur, Shanahan, McVay, they kind of come up under the same tree, the same philosophy. But can he can he do it the same way that Shanahan did? I, I don't think they have the, the guys up front. They don't have the tight end blocking like Kittle. We're speaking of the Packers. And, and so the bye week, you, you would hope OBJ got acclimated and understands the offense a little better, should be able to start, play the majority of the snaps. I'm taking the rounds. I think they're just a better team, and they're going to get after this court. What this offense meant, draw screens, get the ball out quick. That's going to be the Packers' game plan when they do throw the ball. At least I would think that's the game plan. Yeah, I agree. I think this is probably the game in which the Rams get right, right? They had a bunch of acquisitions prior to their bye. Have your bye. Okay, everybody relax. Let's see how Von Miller fits in this package. Let's see how he fits on third down. Let's see. Let's, where are we going to maximize Von Miller? Where are we going to maximize Odell Beckham Jr.? How are we going to make sure that we're getting the most out of these guys, especially with the Robert Woods going down with his ACL on a Friday? Who gets hurt on Friday? But anyway, like this is who gets hurt on Friday, TJ? It doesn't have like, a, what do we do? What do we do? Walk, walk through. It's walk through, right? Anyway, uh, but, yeah, I think the Rams get right this week. And the the mismatch offensive line for the Packers is incredibly concerning to me. You're going against Aaron Donald, Michael Brock, and then, uh, and then add Von Miller into that. 
Like they, those guys are going to be hungry. They're going to eat. And Aaron Rodgers' toe hurts. So I'm, I'm with the Rams as well. It's going to be heavy run. I believe Raheem Morris and that Rams defense knows that. Stop the run. Put Ramsey on Devontae and say somebody else going to beat us. TJ, I don't understand it. You have to make me – you have to help me understand how Devontae Adams is, is wide open multiple times a game. Now, how does his that happen? Feet, his feet, his releases, his mental patience. Like, he's able to take his time. He's quick, but he's not in a hurry. That's what we always say. Be quick, but don't be in a hurry. Right. He has that down to a T. And when you're able to set guys up, but don't rush it, but be quick, that's when you see the type of separation. And because he knows if it doesn't work, nobody's going to say anything to him. And so the young guys can't do that because if it doesn't work, you can't be doing that type of shit. There's not one coach on the Green Bay Packers staff that will say that, Devontae. And so for me, He's really good at the line of scrimmage because he has a lot of mental patience. He he doesn't rush himself. Hmm. It's interesting. I, I mean, you know, I've watched several videos of, of your former teammate, Chad uh, Ochocinco, crying, literally crying after watching Devonta Adams run routes. And I'm just, you know, it's just, it's, it's fascinating to me because he's, all, I'd say he's all they got. But I mean, uh, uh, for the uh, most part. You got the guy AJ Dillon, the other running back just went down with an MCL. He's out for two weeks. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, thank you. He's out for two weeks. I mean, you got Marquez, Valdez, Scanling, the oil tanker. Like, you know, he's fast, but you know, there's not there's there's not a lot of juice in that Packers receiving core, in my in my estimation. You got St. Brown. Like, it's just not a lot of stuff going on there. But Devontae Adam, number 17. Um, Number 17 in your program is number one in your hearts because he's just always open. Better put Jalen Ramsey on him if you want to just try to slow him down. And with that pass rush, it has to come out quick. It has to. It has to come out quick. You're not blocking Aaron Donald and Von Miller if you're getting down the field. Somebody's going to get through. And then you got Leonard Floyd on the other side. The ball has to come out. And so that's why I don't see them really trying to get down the field as much because they, they know what they're facing right. and they know who they have up front. That's the biggest key. They're, they're not healthy, man. They're not healthy. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. Bakhtiari is probably one of the best guards and best tackles rather in football. And he's been in and out of the lineup. He's just not. He tore his ACL last December and he's still not back. I think they, they, they took him off of IR a few weeks back and then I just read – he had arthroscopic surgery not too long ago. So he he, he had a setback. Right. And so attack. That's what the round attack. So let's move back to the AFC North. This division, just a complete clusterfuck. But the Browns will be hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Said that backwards. The Browns are at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites. And, uh, Hopefully, Lamar Jackson has gotten through his uh, stomach ache to where he'll be able to play this game. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he'll catch the flu. Who knows? Maybe the chicken pox. I don't know. I've never seen a grown man get – we talked about this already. I've never seen a grown man get so sick so often. In any event, the Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites to the Browns. Browns off an ugly two losses. TJ, what happens in this game? Man, you know, the Browns uh... – 
They won an ugly game. And that is right. They won. I forgot that they beat the yeah. Lions. I, in yeah, my they head, won. they lost to the Lions. They, they it was lost an 13 ugly to game. And Baker doesn't speak to the media. And I know guys on that team. A lot of guys on that team not feeling Baker right now. What, so and what is it? What is it about they're not feeling Baker? What? 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 They, when you say they're they, not feeling him, what? Are they, what? Are, what? Are, what's it? What's I don't. I mean, we didn't get into detail. They just don't like the way he's carrying himself. And so when you're in a locker room and, and guys walk around like they shit don't stink, it don't matter who it is. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck wrong with you? Like, you better straighten your ass up. Like, we all grown men. Like, you can be mad at the coach. You can be mad at the media. But we got to be cool. And as soon as your teammates and you're the quarterback don't care for you, it's a problem. Right. And... and he needs to figure that out. And but I don't know if he can. Oh, I'm hurt and I'm playing. And his girlfriend or his wife, well, I wish everybody was as tough as Baker. Like, listen, man, this is part of the business. Everybody gets hurt and everybody plays through injuries. I mean, I, I have four cracked bones in my back. I didn't miss a game. Didn't miss a game. And it's guys I see had the same injury, missed four or five weeks. Everybody plays with injuries. Some's reported. Some isn't. And so the way they just played against the Detroit Lions, I, defensively, they got it together. If Lamar Jackson's playing, the, the, the Ravens win this game. Even if he's not playing, I believe they win the game just because they are a team. They are together. They believe in each other. That's just what the Ravens do. Harbaugh's going to make sure – that that team stays together and they they play together. And, and so I do see a tight game because Cleveland is talented. Defensively, they're strong. But I'm going with the Ravens just off the fact that I know people on the team don't care for Baker, and they struggled with the Lions. Yeah, I'm leaning with the Ravens as well. I like three and three. The half is it's messing with me. Maybe I'll buy it down to three. But excuse me. The Browns, the Browns to me seem like I, I don't understand it, TJ. I don't understand how you could have and and all you know. Say Odell's lost a step, sure, but I watched that video. He's open. He was open, and I don't care if he was supposed to be seven yards deep and he was five, or he was supposed to be seven yards deep and he was ten yards deep, or whatever. Like he's still open, and I feel like at a certain point in time. There has to be a level of like, well, let's scrap this play because you're open. I'm going to throw you the ball here, right? Um, and I think that's – without having any sources inside the locker room, I feel like that has to be on the on the, on the player's minds. Like, you know, I, I'm open, Baker. Please throw me the ball. Like, you, like, you know, let's move this thing around. Um, the Ravens' defense is, is suspect. They give up. Very. They but, give up big plays. In the passing game. Yes. <laughs> is Baker going to be able to do that? that like, can, can Baker do it? So. I don't think can so. Can Baker I'm, do it? I'm fully yeah. fading Baker. I think Baker is more of a – I mean, I don't even think do you know how many quarterbacks anymore? would do work with that offensive line in the run game and that defense that Cleveland had? You know how many quarterbacks would do work with that? I mean, it's – 
it's really he's really got the whole platter set up for him in a way. That's why I think Baker Mayfield's probably more of a backup quarterback than anything. We'll see that play out throughout the years, I think, because I don't I don't see how Cleveland can. But in any event, I don't like Baker either. He's you know tough guy, cool. That's great. Everybody's playing hurt, but at a certain point in time, that's one of the things that I've I've never cared about. With uh, if a guy is telling me, you know, I got to fight through this injury and that injury and that injury. It's like, well, that's why we have GMs. And that's why we have, like, backups. And that's why we have depth on the roster. Like, if you can't go, maybe you can't go, right? Like, if you can't be you can't be effective with the four cracked bones in your back, then, you know, maybe you don't need to play. Like, you know, it's fine. Just rehab. That's why we have backup. That's why we have – that's why we drafted – that's why we draft players. That's why we sign players. And I just think Baker Mayfield is not doing himself any favors right now. But the good thing is he does have all that progressive money. So I don't know how much money he'll be getting from the NFL. They'll get him some money. When you're the first, when you're the first pick, he hasn't been awful. Um, I'm really, really eager to see how this plays out, man. Quarterback is the only position where you can be average or less. And they're still talking about what we're going to pay him. Any other position, uh, you're getting replaced. That's a guarantee. Quarterback's the only position. Shit's wild. You can be average. And they'll talk about what are we paying him or are we going to pay him? Any other position, you are replaced. Really crazy. Yeah, it's 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 mind-blowing. And I've always wondered, you know, everybody says it's so hard to find a quarterback. And I'm not trying to dispute that fact, right? I, it's based off the fact that you see teams every week not trot a guy out that probably isn't the best quarterback. But it – it, it's illogical to me. I think, like, the idea – I don't. it seems to be the, the fastest way to sink your football team is to pay a guy who is not that guy like he is that guy. It's the fastest way to sink your football. If, you, if you're not – if you're paying Aaron Donald, you're paying Jalen Ramsey, okay, cool. These guys are out here making plays, doing things, right? But as soon as you pay that linebacker who's just not – you know, he's, he's there. You know, he's coming – he's subbing out on third down packages. As soon as you pay that guy that big money, it's over. As soon as you pay that running back, that that is not that's not it's over. As soon as you pay that quarterback who's not that guy, it's over with. It's just it's just one of the things I just notice in football, and honestly, it's why I was proud to not proud that's a weird word, but like happy that the Rams got off of Jared Goff because it was like they paid him, they did pay him, but they got off of him. They didn't they doing they didn't do it perfectly, right? They didn't do it perfectly. My thing was. You got this, this this genius head coach. All right, let's see him running with anybody else. Any other quarterback. Made a mistake. Any other quarterback. So it's interesting to see that you're right. Average quarterbacks will get paid. Jared Goff, fun fact, winless, unless Sean McVay was his coach. Has not won a game in the NFL without Sean McVay coaching. Interesting fact. Back to the AFC North. The Steelers are at the Cincinnati Bengals. Me and my favorite, at least to win the division. The Bengals are four-and-a-half-point favorites. TJ. You played in this game many a time. Steelers at Bengals. This is probably a, one of the better Bengals teams and compared to the ones that you were on. But this team is pretty, pretty damn good. This Steelers team, I feel like, is on the decline. They tried and so by, and all they did was blow up everybody's parlays and money line. That's all they did. I am on the Bengals here, and I'm on them heavy. I think the Bengals are going to roll the Steelers. I'm with you. I'm on the Bengals. I'm going to be at the game. 
at least I believe I'm going to be at the game. If they don't give me my information by the end of today, I'm not okay. going to go. Even <laughs> if they give me my information tomorrow. Um, yeah, I'm supposed to be at the game. But again, if they don't send me my flight information by the end of the day, TJ will not be going. Okay. I'll, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll, I'll file that with the Bengals office make sure they know. <laughs> yeah, it's actually through somebody else, but I will be at the game. Um, but I, I like Cincinnati. I, I like the Bengals. They're the better football team. And is TJ Watt going to play? Will Mika Fitzpatrick play? Those are the two best defensive players outside of Hayward on that team. And TJ Watt is the best defensive player that they have. So the Bengals are playing really good football. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. Defensively is the reason why their season has gone the way it's going. They've been much improved on the defensive side of the ball, but they can beat you on the ground or in the air. And so divisional game, they've already beaten the Steelers this year. Can they bring the broom out and go for the divisional sweep, which I believe they will get? The Steelers just aren't. They're, they're not a good football team, and it's rare that you say that when, you, when you're speaking of the Pittsburgh Steelers because for so many years they're a franchise that they're competitive every single year, and that's a rarity. This is just a bad year for the Steelers. They, they're going to be in rebuild mode after this year. And, uh, yeah, I'm rolling with the Bengals. Yeah, I'm with the Bengals, too. I like this. I, I think the Steelers, you know, it's admirable. Ben Ben is out there trying his best. But it's probably time for him to sit on the couch like you and me. Um, I, I'm, I'm with the Steelers. I, I, I mean, I'm with the Bengals. I think that this Bengals offense is impressive. Joe Mixon is toting the ball pretty well. Jamar Chase is making highlight plays. Joe Burrow. He only made – I mean, outside of that Cleveland game, has been playing very, very well this year. And it's just the Steelers that – I love Tomlin. I, I feel like if I played in the NFL, there was a guy I'd want to play for, I'd want to play for him. But at the end of the day, there's, there's diminishing returns here. And I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they should have lost to the Lions. They did lose to the Chargers. They're going to lose this game too. I think this might be Tomlin's first year. You know what happens when we together, our, our percent together is pretty strong. And we didn't talk about this at all prior to this. We literally oh, we never talk about any of this. <laughs> we didn't talk about any. I literally picked the four games that I wanted to bet on and then just ran them by you. You saw me do it earlier today. Just, just so yeah. everybody knows. like This is not premeditated. This is not fabricated. This is just pure on like I, me, and me. And, and, and former All-Pro teacher. Who's I mean, you a, see his shirt, great. and he's serious. He's really the anti-social social club, so who <laughs> ain't doing any, any talking? <laughs> exactly. I mean, for real, you probably didn't even know I was in Chicago today. No, that, that's no. Hey, he's, exactly. in, he must, he's back home. He's with his little stuffed animal that he had with right, the team. Right, right shoulder. <laughs> you know? Got my little teddy bear. Got my little yeah. teddy bear over the shoulder. yeah. <laughs> All right, TJ, do you have your lemon pepper parlay prepared? In the red I'm going to go, I'm gonna go what I deem as a, out of the games we pick, the most competitive. So, you know, not going to make it easy on myself, but I'm, I'm going with the uh, Los Angeles Rams over the Green Bay Packers and the game we just spoke of, the Cincinnati Bengals over the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
That's my lemon pepper lock of the week. I, I am going to do a little Thanksgiving special. So play this while you're arguing with your in-laws, eating dry turkey, waiting for the food to come out. This is what you play, TJ. This is what this is the way you. Hey, you know what we having for Thanksgiving? What's that? You know my folks. Where you from? We got that good gumbo, baby. I'm about to go get the ingredients right. As soon as we done with this, I'm about to go get about five hundred dollars in crab legs, four hundred dollars in shrimp, sausage, chicken, okra. Hey. All right, I'm I'll be I'll be back in town on Saturday. I'll come through for the leftovers first hey. and foremost. I, <laughs> Thank yes. you. Yeah, <laughs> but this is your Thanksgiving lemon pepper parlay. Take the Detroit Lions on the money line. Matt Nagy's getting fired this week. Okay, boom. Take the Detroit Lions on the money line. Then you take the Dallas Cowboys on the money line. They're going to bounce back after a, just a disappointing loss in the Raiders, and. The New Orleans Saints. Sean Payton's not losing four in a row. And the Bills, the Bills are going to be, everybody on Monday is going to be looking back and say, were we wrong about the top of the AFC? The New Orleans Saints. That's my lemon pepper parlay. Thanksgiving edition. Hey, y'all, that's a homer pick. The Saints is a homer pick. He, he's hoping his hometown team can come through. <laughs> Bro, I just would watch this team play the last three games. And he's like, how did you lose? I don't understand the, how they the, game. the crazy thing is you don't have great quarterback play. I don't Taysom Hill must got something on his phone from somebody in that organization that, that makes big decisions in high places. Cause man, this dude here, the contracts he getting. Look, and then so I'm watching the game and I actually tweeted on uh during the game, Eagles Saints. I'm like, yo, is Taysom Hill still a New Orleans Saint? And they're like, He's only he's only available in the case of an emergency. And I was like, does this not look like an emergency? Like, does this not <laughs> break the glass? We're here now, okay? Break the really? glass, get out the fire extinguisher because this thing is on fire. Like the playoffs are right there; they're right there. Even the division almost is sneakily available if you could just get it in order. But Jesus Lord, have mercy. Anyway, I just I just Sean Payton's not losing four games in a row. I can't. I can't, I can't go with that. I think he's the most underrated coach in the NFL. It's probably because he's kind of a jerk. But got to get him a quarterback. You get him a quarterback, things are good. And I mean, Michael Thomas is pretty much just like his second year missing. And so it's tough. You know, I asked Keyshawn Johnson once a name drop, but he was in my Zoom class. I asked Keyshawn Johnson, is Michael Thomas happy with this being a New Orleans Saint? He hasn't played a game for the Saints since that day. It was like, because he was supposed to come back from his ankle injury that day. And I was like, really, I asked him, like, is Michael Thomas going to get traded? He's like, well, Michael Thomas is going to get traded. What do you mean Michael Thomas is going to get traded? Like, well, does he like being a Saint? Like, it seems like it's, I don't know, just outside looking in. It seems like there's a little bit of rancor in, situ- in this type of situation. Like, everybody kind of got the nose turned up. I don't know. You tell me, Keyshawn, that's your nephew or cousin or whatever. And he's like, you know, you know Michael Thomas is fine. He hasn't played a game since. I didn't want to say so just know, I've, I've since got a grad degree and 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 have, have developed a relationship. <laughs> That's your degree since he's played the game, huh? Exactly. I've, I've paid off on my student loans since Michael Thomas has played for the New Orleans Saints. But in any event, I think the Saints, it is a homer pick, but the Bills, the Bills aren't good, bro. I'm sorry. They can't. Well, they are good, but they can't Something's run wrong. the ball. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Something's they, wrong. They, 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 it's, it's something about the physicality. And I know I, I feel like such a, a jerk talking about this as somebody who never tackled anybody in their lives on purpose, right? But, like, it's something about the way they just seem to go and get punched in the mouth. Like, if they got a, if they got a team that can go and just run the ball down. Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns. Five! He did five touchdowns. What, what, what's going on here? They don't have a Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> That's right, what it right. is. But even defend, like, they can't stop the run. They can't run the ball. It's all about Josh Allen. And I tell you this, Josh the Allen. The Bills should have traded for a guy like Marlon Mack. Yes. They should have traded for a guy like that. They knew the run game was their Achilles heel. And, and so trade for a guy that like him at any given moment, he can take it 90. They don't have that. And, and so for me, that that's the biggest problem with the bills. And they could have signed Kenyon Drake in free agency. Like there's right. so many different things the bills could have done. They chose not to do it. And uh, here you are. Well, there it goes. That'd be week 12. The Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. TJ, good luck this week, my brother. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the yes, food. Yes, sir. Stay gumbo. safe out there I'll in the Windy City. I will do my level best. TJ, I ain't going outside. It's damn cold outside, bro. It's 30 degrees or 30. Uh, it's about 77 here. So I'm going well, out. I'm supposed my... to do it. That. I, had to buy, I, had to buy, I had to buy boots and, and a hat before I came here. That's why everybody moves to California, baby. Gets no better. I can't wait to get back. All right, dude. We'll talk next week. All right.